0: WCBN, Radio. FM, Radio Ann Arbor. WCBN. FM, well, uh, good Ann Arbor. evening. And we'll destroy your people. Green matters,
1: the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley, and I'm Jim Dwyer. Memorial Day edition of the show. So we'll talk a little bit about the military stuff uh, in a second. <laughs> Just to. Add. Always have a, a interesting public health update for uh, people out there that may be barbecuing and whatnot regarding choking and ch- young children. According to a 2008 study, the 10 foods that pose the highest choking hazards for young children are hot dogs, peanuts, carrots, bone chicken, candy, meat, popcorn, fish with bones, sunflower seeds, and apples. And they recommend... To your young children, if you're feeding them hot dogs, which you might be on a day like today, to slice the puppy lengthwise, not into chunks, because it's the
0: width of that puppy that uh, gets you into trouble. And actually, the chunks are easier to choke on than if you just leave the hot dog alone. So uh,
1: it also points out that uh, cut grapes into quarters uh, might seem a little small. And flat lollipops are safer than ball-shaped suckers.
0: <laughs> so uh, there you have it. Your safety tip for well, today. Well, another safety tip for today might be uh, don't barbecue in an electrical storm. No. I've seen that done before, and not just in uh, hilarious comedy uh, hijinks movies, but uh, it is dangerous. <laughs> and, and foolhardy. Don't
1: walk around and feet, uh, in bare feet in thunder showers either, because water is a conductor. And your skin and more 75% water, human beings, that is a direct conductor to wet pavement. Yep.
0: Where are your Converse high tops? And actually it does. It's uh, sort of a light rain at the moment. Yeah. But uh, just uh, from what we uh, understand, there is more rain coming tonight, potentially uh, more heavy rain. So...
1: And on the uh, positive side regarding peanuts, since you can choke on them, uh, another public health uh, update. Nuts, eating nuts, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a vulnerable to this, is very good for your health. Because what nuts do, uh, c- according to new studies, if you eat about two and a half airplane snacks worth of nuts every day, it helps lower total cholesterol and bad LDL cholesterol. Wow and improves the ratio of good HDL cholesterol to bad. So uh, oils, uh, by the way, walnut oil is even better than olive oil when it Mm. comes to uh, health benefits. It's a little more expensive, but if you want to make that uh, walnut uh, raspberry vinaigrette that's uh, very good in the uh, seasonal salads, uh, by all means do so occasionally. It adds a little bit of walnut oil to your life and improves your health in areas relating to cholesterol.
0: And, of course, the fact that nuts are healthy, uh, still troubling uh, mysteries abound with regards to the peanut allergies Yeah, because the numbers are showing that that is a trend which continues in young children, that the the numbers of young children uh, born with this allergy, a very strong one, to uh, peanuts uh, is still on the increase. And it was always fun in the old
1: days to go to Mr. Flood's party and uh, eat the peanuts where you just threw the shells on a the ground floor. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of peanuts you want to eat. Well, peanuts intercepted uh, relief supplies by the Israeli Navy. Uh, the oil spill obviously proceeds. Sink- sinking ships in Korea. Sinking ships in Korea. A great joke cartoon that I saw about uh, the oil update. It goes from drill baby drill to spill baby spill to kill baby kill, showing rig workers and pelicans to fill baby fill. <laughs> the inherent contradiction in is that our, tolls in our energy energy. That is uh, no, that's not tolls,
0: but that's a good cartoon.
1: Yeah, he he recently won a Pulitzer, by the way. The uh, fellow from uh, uh, the Philadelphia Na- uh, Daily News.
0: Well, I've wondered, uh, I haven't seen any articles about this in the press, um, whether or not the filling stations, BP, under the BP sign, uh, have noticed a decline in sales. Clearly, uh, stockholders have noticed the BP shares values are falling. But uh, I wonder to what extent people are driving past a BP filling station. Yeah, and of course, the odd thing about this
1: whole oil spill is it underscores this sort of Three Stooges, I mean, there's actually three corporations involved in the whole fiasco down there. It sort of reminds me of Hey Mo! Hey Larry, Mo, and Curly Joe. It's like, <laughs> Hey Mo, I got the cement. <laughs> Put that down, you knucklehead. That's right. It <laughs> uh, Sounds like there uh, are still uh, debates and disputes about what actually led to the disaster itself, but obviously natural, ga- uh, natural gas bubbling into the uh, into the oil is at the heart of the problem. A very fascinating chart by the way in uh, Sunday's New York Times showing the the sort of the visual perspective you can probably uh, this is the May uh, May 30th edition in the uh, editorial section of uh, you know our uh, editorials and ideas showing how deep the uh, Deepwater Horizon Well is in comparison to other things that we know. They have a little um, a picture of the empire state building relative to uh, other things and the deepest uh, pressure in the uh, on earth. And uh, I pointed this out last week, and I'll reiterate this again, the US government is spending far too much money on Star Wars uh, that should be uh, killed. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about Obama's uh, so-called national security update, because it's got some interesting observations. It says sperm whales can make an hour-long dive into 7,000 feet deep, where the pressure is about 1.6 tons per square inch. Um, fascinating that a, that a sperm whale can uh, actually go down a mile and a half uh, into the deep water, and the deepest... Uh, Known place on Earth in the ocean is the pressure at the Mariana Trench in the Pacific. Near the Philippines. Yeah. Seven miles down where the pressure is eight tons per square inch. Well,
0: think about this, too. More people have been on the face of the moon than have been on the bottom of the ocean floor. And it says recreational divers can go down
1: 130 feet. So when you get an idea that this... Oil problem is down three and a half miles uh, in terms of the pipe extending down be beneath the surface. You get an idea of how complicated this uh, technical, uh, the technical aspects of this problem really are. Well, and it
0: also shows and the trial and error that's obviously yeah, at the heart how of the problem. Short sighted, the entire industry is. They're hedging their bets that everything will run smoothly, Uh, BP is counting on the continuation of this process, you know, the drilling of other drills, other wells throughout the entire Gulf region to ultimately render the ones that are currently operating fully profitable. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that they have uh, really no idea how to stop this uh, process once it's begun, uh, you hear things from uh, people like BP's chief executive, Tony Hayward, who admits, quote, as with all of the interventions, this would be another first <laughs> for this technology at these water depths. And so we cannot take its success for granted. And it's still hoping that one of these uh, botched procedures would, would catch uh, an expert on uh, the industry's problems at uh, Rice University in Texas. A professor says, unfortunately, we're just experimenting right now. Hopefully the next time this happens, we'll have a backup plan and be better prepared. Well, there was no backup plan. No. There never was. And so now they're just making this stuff up. And that leaves uh, another BP executive to say that, quote, everything that can be done is being done. Well, since nothing apparently can be done, I guess that really is an accurate assessment. Um, it's even more bizarre to realize that the cleanup costs to date total $760 million And now you can see the blob of oil on the Weather Channel when they do the day's weather in the Gulf. Mm -hmm. There are, of course, warm and cold fronts. It's going to be a very busy hurricane season, is another troubling uh, prognostication from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, uh, saying that this year's hurricane season, June 1st to November 30th, was likely to bring 14 to 23 named storms, with 8 to 14 strengthening to hurricanes. Uh, last year, of course, was quite quiet. This will be uh, not making
1: things any easier. Not at all. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because Transocean, uh, another corporation involved in this uh, bung plug uh, mess down in the Gulf, uh, is also its sort of fascinating because their corporate motto turns out to be, we're never out of our depth. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'd have to change that. Uh, it notes that since, and this is a recent uh, business article, says so since uh, the April 20th explosion, Transocean stock has fallen 41%, while BP's has dropped 31%. Uh, needless to say, uh, BP's got uh, profits coming in in other places around the country. Sure. Transocean, interestingly, employs 18,000 people operates a fleet of 139 offshore rigs and drill vessels in 30 countries and owns nearly half of the so-called deep water platforms in the world. So uh, we we need to focus a little bit on Transocean. Uh, BP's getting all the negative press and they deserve quite a bit of it. But obviously this is this is an industry-wide problem. Uh, industry-wide, yeah. and this is a subcontracting issue. Halliburton mm-hmm. is involved, uh, needless to say. Uh, no word uh, from former uh, CEO Dick Cheney on this situation or what he might know from a technical angle about what to do. It's interesting that uh, the article by Clifford Krauss and Tom Zeller note that uh, the New York Times, in, in an examination of Transocean's pollution and accident records, showed... That, quote, it had performed on par with other companies working in the Gulf. Before the Deepwater Horizon accident, Transocean's current drilling vessels had accounted for about 15% of the 770,000 gallons of chemicals and petroleum spills in the last decade in the Gulf, based on a review uh, of uh, completed investigations by the U.S. Coast Guard. So it's interesting, and then it goes on to note, uh, the company's board suspended executive bonuses for 2009 after four workers died in separate incidents on separate rigs in different uh, countries. So these problems Mm -hmm. have happened elsewhere. Uh, Obviously, none have been uh, this serious, but the growing size of this uh, uh, weather uh, (laughs) channel uh, feature is very troubling, and it, I think in retrospect, is is quite clear that using this dispersant, which has also unknown environmental consequences uh, to marine life and human health, because they note that uh, several workers have been uh, complaining of uh, breathing problems related to the dispersant. It's the use of the dispersant that may prove to be one of the uh, big blunders in this whole
0: sorry affair. Yeah. Hey, Mo. I got the <laughs> cement. And actually, uh, with regards to the dispersant, I wanted to say that, well, just in case you know, you're know you sick of hearing it from a uh, we're concerned about the environment perspective and you're not going to get anywhere near uh, Fox News or any other corporate mainstream news, let's briefly consider the corporate perspective on all of this. Uh, to much amusement, I think, we will find Ed Crooks uh, writes in... Uh, The Financial Times of May 28th that President Obama's decision to suspend all offshore uh, oil and gas drilling, even for wells that are already underway, would create, quote, a moratorium on economic growth and job creation. Well, who offers us that warning? The Industry Association. That's right. (laughs) The people who want to keep drilling because that is their, uh, that's their racket. Um, well, uh, and about the dispersant, uh, BP, of course, claims that this product, which is called Correxit, <laughs> uh, that's actually the name yeah. C O R E X I T. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mo, where's the Correxit? <laughs> Sounds like a laxative. Uh, Correxit remains the best option for subsea application, uh, their press release continues. The oil company has to date sprayed 600,000 gallons. ...of the dispersant onto the sea surface, pumped another 55,000 gallons into the area underwater. Well, clearly, making Corexit is good for the economy, so maybe oil spills in general are good for the economy, in a twisted and roundabout way. Uh, How does this chemical work? Well, it's designed to break the oil into droplets that will then be eaten up by microbes in the ocean. I suppose the information about which microbes these are and and, and how successful and how ravenous their appetites are is probably available out there somewhere, but uh, not uh, forthcoming from BP. But here's the kicker. Uh, BP and some of the dispersant manufacturers claimed that some of its answers to the EPA's questions about toxicity contained (gasps) confidential business information. In other words, patented trademark chemical configurations, but also potentially embarrassing revelations.
1: Yeah, and for all we know, uh, Correx is
0: Coca Cola. Right? <laughs> I mean, they're shooting ground up <laughs> tennis balls and <laughs> tires, rubber tires, and. Well, Dr. Pepper! Dr. Pepper is. The... Let's try that. Why not? You can be a Pepper, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Mo! Hey, Mo! Yeah, and uh, speaking of other idiots, uh, of course, uh, Rand Paul recently made a lot of news uh, questioning the 19 Civil Rights, uh, 1964 Civil Rights Act. And he apparently, uh, a couple of weeks ago, quote, according to uh, uh, Paul Krugman, declared that the president's criticism of BP over the disastrous oil spill in the Gulf is un-American and that, quote, sometimes accidents happen. Indeed.
0: God, what's on America? (laughs) Mistakes
1: uh, were made, as the saying goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's making a lot of mistakes. And uh, this, by the way, in in an an interesting editorial uh, where Paul Krugman uh, encourages... uh, Barack Obama to criticize corporations, noting that uh, Roosevelt uh, turned corporate opposition into a badge of honor. Quote, I welcome their hatred, he declared. And uh, Krugman concludes his editorial. It's time for President Obama to find his inner FDR and do the same. Of course. And of course, Obama had a press conference last
0: week. Indeed, and came down hard and and heavy on uh, shutting down the drilling. And what's easy to forget... Uh, especially I think, uh, for those critics who look back at FDR and, you know, denounce him as a socialist, uh, it was that very approach that, you know, gives uh, the opportunity to say that FDR perhaps saved capitalism, yes. uh, in this country during a very troubled time. And so, uh, yeah, you can, uh, look at what he did by wearing that as a badge of an honor and, uh not be denounced ultimately in the big picture as some sort of communist uh, renegade. Yeah, well, I don't know why
1: criticizing uh, British Petroleum. (laughs) Yeah, BP would be un-American at this point. And furthermore, I mean, you know, Obama's press conference was interesting. Uh, I think it's quite clear that he probably should have had one earlier. Uh, Not a vacation? That might have been his mistake. Uh, But, you know, he owned up to mistakes that the government has made. But it's peculiar how much of the wrath against, you know, the situation is being transferred against, you know, from the corporations towards Obama. Mm -hmm. and he can do something directly about it, personally. And, of course, the problem here is that, in reality, the uh, federal government has no equipment that can deal with this uh, bung problem at the bottom
0: of the uh, Gulf of Mexico. And again, um, as we pointed out last week, th- we've th- we've just simply not invested our money wisely, historically, for decades now, with regards to uh, foreseeable energy futures and potential catastrophic accidents yeah. involving petroleum and,
1: and nuclear matters. In no way, shape, or form is this anywhere comparable to, co- to the government's in- inept response to Katrina, because if you'll recall in that response, Bush dilly-dallied, went down there in a photo op and said, Brownie, you're doing a hell of a job. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't think Obama's been telling anyone they're doing a hell of a job. Heath basically thinks that Salazar, uh, the uh, Secretary of Interior, has uh, attempted to clean house but not quickly enough. And there's definitely, from all of the uh, reporting that uh, Ian Urbina's been doing in the New York Times, which, by the way, has been outstanding, I think, It's it's important to appreciate the technical complexities of the actual situation in addition to the complete uh, incompetence that went on at the Minerals uh, Service uh, Department and the Department of the Interior over decades Mm -hmm. worth. You know, the drug parties, the sleeping with oil executives, the self-regulation. This is, once again, going to be a yet one more glaring example of the inability of government to properly regulate um, what corporations are doing. And I think that the unknown aspects of the dispersant are very troubling. Mm-hmm. But uh, once again, it it, it really uh, underscores that, that this is a certain trial and error uh, undertaking that we're involved in here. And when it's been revealed today, you know, the big breaking story today is that the last attempt at uh, bung plug uh, technology didn't work, and now they're going to try and saw off the pipe and put another cap on. They're pretty much facing facts that this thing is going to spew till August, till they get the relief Mm -hmm. well uh, built. And that is even in and of itself very complicated. It sort of involves drilling horizontally. And from an angle, sort of uh, hitting the pipe, you know, from a from an angle of, from a different direction. So and again,
0: things can go wrong uh, sure. in
1: that too. So it's it's an amazing situation. I wanted to give the Fox, uh, and I, I should have, uh, I think it might have been Major Garrett, but he he got the last question into Obama, and he asked a completely bizarre qu- a question about the. Joe Sestak situation, <laughs> which uh, who cares if uh, Bill Clinton went to Joe Sestak and asked him to step aside so that Arlen Specter could run unopposed? Who cares? That's not a big scandal. There are now Republicans talking for about a special prosecutor to investigate this. I'm like, what? This sounds a little bit like... Bill Clinton's sex life. I'm sure it's fascinating for (laughs) Ken Starr to... uh, (laughs) For underwear enthusiasts. (laughs) Yeah. Thong control. (laughs) It's an amazing uh, country we live in, where the priorities are just so skewed on trivia and nonsense.
0: Well, actually, last week, I don't often see it, but I happened to catch an edition of The Daily Show, in which Jon Stewart played a little series of clips uh, from uh, talking heads on uh, various Fox News programs in which they were, you know, using these handy catchphrases to, to call, uh, denounce uh, what they, you know, determined to be blunders by Obama as, this is Obama's Katrina, this is Obama's heck-of-a-job brownie, this is Obama's mission accomplished. Sure, All of these little failures of the bush administration which of course at the time staunch uh, w uh, party enthusiasts uh you know denied that there was wrongdoing or ignorance or foolishness mm-hmm. or any kind of responsibility or culpability at all uh, are now using these very same incidents as epithets to fling uh at obama who of course as if he somehow has uh, had a... Been on vacation for weeks and weeks. Well,
1: be, been on vacation or, or you know, participated in, in a mission accomplished stunt. Right. What's he done that's anywhere comparable to that? What, where's the hell of a job brownie uh, example? There isn't one. They no. just, the, you know, they the, just The degree fired. of
0: desperation is so pronounced that just utter fabrication is, is really... All they got. But I guess it's encouraging that they're finally uh, using Bush failures
1: as an example of (laughs) they're finally owning up that they were failures. Right, in a roundabout sort of way. In a roundabout sort of way. Well, of course, it is Memorial Day. um, And uh, the United States, in my opinion, just continues to uh, not understand where it's spending money. And There's inadequate reform anywhere to be found. Uh, It is encouraging that uh, troops are still coming out of Iraq, slowly but surely, and it's fortunate that that there have only been 30 deaths in Iraq this year, about six a month. That is progress. But it is very interesting that the national security strategy for the United States that's uh, going to be presented shortly has some big interesting changes that, of course, I'm sure that the GOP will oppose. President Obama's uh, national strategy document that apparently is uh, about to be released now admits that the United States will, quote, have to live in its means in a world in which two wars cannot be sustained for much longer and the rising inevitability begins to erode uh, as some of America's influence declines around the globe. Um, it's interesting, and this from the article by David Sanger and Peter Baker, uh, notes uh, Congress, and this document is required by Congress, is, uh, as they put it, bound to reignite the argument over the way uh, Mr. Obama has directed foreign policy over 16 months. His critics inclined to portray him as too eager to apologize for America's failings and too willing to surrender the nation's role as the single indispensable superpower. Um,
0: Anointed by God, of course. Yes,
1: <laughs> if not brownie. But the Obama team, quoting again from Mr. Sanger, it's a document that recognizes the world as it is and ends an era of illusion in which the uh, uh, Washington is confused projecting power uh, with achieving results. We are no longer less powerful, Secretary of uh, State Hillary Clinton said at the Brookings Institute on Thursday last week. We are shifting, uh, actually the Thursday was two weeks ago, we are shifting from an almost direct application and exercise of American power. In a world like this, American leadership isn't needed less, it's needed more. But it's important to distinguish between leadership, which is needed. Yeah.
0: Which involves communication skills and knowledge and understanding and education and all of these yeah. things.
1: that Diplomacy and yeah. the things that have been going on and not military power. In other words, it's the it's the, the abuse of military power that continues to beleaguer the United States. It's interesting that recently the uh, Senate approved uh, $60 billion uh, for continuing to finance the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, And it's interesting because the article notes that the Democrats struggled to round up votes for a major package of business tax breaks and safety nets. Uh, The vote, vote, excuse me, uh, was 69 to 29 to limit the filibuster. That, of course, the Republicans were uh, continuing to utilize. So uh these wars continue, and the funding and the financing are nowhere to be found. <laughs> it's very troubling, but I think that it is encouraging that there is definitely at least some new thinking going on in the area of national security. Um, I've never subscribed to the theory that the United States can conduct two wars simultaneously. Uh, without a draft and uh, on a memorial day it is interesting to i i heard some public radio today in which uh, the the wives the wives of the military the spouses of the military um, came into uh, focus and uh, how they're being impacted by the war and thomas ricks apparently a rather well-known military author and former writer at the washington post Asks the question: How many spouses of the military, uh, current military members deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan, have committed suicide? The Pentagon apparently knows this number, but is unwilling to publish it or admit it. And what what is involved in in getting uh, counseling for these c- kinds of problems?
0: Yeah, there was an interesting film over the weekend. Uh, Turner Classic Movies shows a Memorial Day sort of uh, marathon of. Uh, Mm war-related films and uh, with veterans' issues. And this was a documentary, and I don't remember who the director was, but it featured actual footage of guys in rehabilitative therapy and counseling and so forth. And uh, you just never really see these sorts of things from the World War II era. Of course, comments were made during the course of this film that made it pretty clear that such services were not available at all for returning veterans from World War One, mm-hmm. And uh, of course, that was the war that gave birth to the phrase, you know, uh, shock, uh, war shock, uh, that now called stress disorder and all those sorts of things. Shell shock um, just was, uh, was untreated and just the war was over and you were pretty much sent packing home. And uh, of all the costs that have already been paid out, all the money that's already been wasted, Uh, We owe uh, these returning veterans uh, continued support, and I think here's where priorities need to be reconsidered and reexamined. Nobody's going to uh, argue against proper funding for these returning vets to be rehabilitated, whether they need uh, psychological counseling or physical rehabilitative uh, surgery, and yet we're going to have to cut the spending somewhere, and maybe uh, we should be cutting it from programs where we're sending people. Why do we still occupy portions of Germany? Sure, for example. Well, it's also interesting, by the way. And Korea I wa- wanted to give
1: out a brain damage award to Prime Minister uh, Hatoyama, uh, who Okinawa. Came- right. Okinawa. He had promised. <laughs> Why are we there? He had promised, and apparently uh, there are increasing demonstrations occurring. Uh, in uh, Okinawa, part of uh, an island, part of Japan, regarding our base there, um, it's interesting that the United States has fifty thousand uh, United States personnel in Japan, uh, with nearly half uh, in Okinawa, and he's reneged on this campaign promise that put him into power, uh, in which uh, it's noted that uh, the Liberal Democratic Partyship had run Japan for the last half century, Mm. Um, and as a result of this cancellation, he's plummeting in the polls. (laughs) So, um, you know, even our allies are beginning to suffer some, dare I say this, combat fatigue, um, putting up with this idea that America has to be an indispensable superpower that some Americans continue to believe. Well, it's fine to articulate that that as a theory. The question is, are you going to get down on your hands and knees and pay for it? Yep. That is where there is a complete disconnect. And I think that over the Memorial Day weekend, it's been interesting how uh, people are pointing out, look, 1% of America is fighting these wars, Mm -hmm. and 99% of the people aren't really paying much attention. Um, We don't have.